Oops. He is phenomenal in what he's doing, but I don't like when people have some kind of status and they do politics. I play football, American soccer, because I'm the best in playing football. That is the first mistake people do when they become famous and they come into in a certain status. Stay out of it. Just do what you're best at because it doesn't look good. That is football slash American soccer phenom Zlatan Ibrahimovic, Ibrahimovic, and sorry if I'm mispronouncing that, on LeBron James. That's fantastic. Amen. Amen. That is awesome. I love it. Stay in your lane, bro. Stay in your lane. If any of you military folks are out there, stay in your damn lane. Just stay out of it. in your lane. Stay out of it. Yeah. All right. Hey, welcome back to another Whiskey Friday podcast. Ooh, 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 ooh. Ready for another uh, good weekend. We have a good fun weekend planned ahead of us. And uh, I just, uh, I was ready for tonight. I know you were. Patriot Mike, again. Yeah. Patriot, Patriot Mike, Patriot Aaron here. And uh, remember, go follow us on all that fun stuff, good stuff. I think uh, hopefully soon we'll have a, a good fresh opening for you guys and all that stuff. So uh, hopefully we get some changes and get this a little more uh, professionally done. But I kind of like the way it is. I like this uh, fresh method and all that stuff. A little more stuff, up so. to date. A little more with the times. Yeah. I mean, you know, we, we do what we do. It, it, it's fun. So, um but again, uh, you know, hey, welcome everybody. So, thank you, Speedway Liquor. Again, Casey, Luna, you guys rock. Uh, we can't wait to get you guys on the podcast. Yes. Myself and Mike were just talking beforehand, and we said, hey, when you guys get a free Friday, you know you're going to be available. Just DM, you know, whiskey underscore Friday underscore podcast on Instagram or. The Whiskey Friday Podcast on Facebook. Boom. Just let us know, and we'll, we'll get you guys in. We'll get you ready. And you guys can even pick the whiskey for the night that we're going to drink. You know what? That one, for them coming on, we might even buy that one. Yeah, I, I agree. I say we buy that one. For them to come on, we all have a little taster. And uh, so one thing we started talking about, me and Mike agree, we're going to start rating the whiskeys. Yeah. Okay? We're going to start rating them. So uh, to give you guys a baseline, we want to um, we kind of talked about this uh, pregame, and uh, so I think we're gonna go in Lead Slinger again is what we drink most, um, and it is one of our favorites. Sorry. Have, have our been our favorites. It's our go-to uh, for thirty-nine ninety-nine. You know, in most places that I've seen it, you know, um, you can't really beat that price for a good bottle of whiskey. It is one of those whiskeys that. Uh, you know, you can drink a few, get a good little buzz going, go to sleep, and wake up feeling clean uh, the next day and, or, and good. Or two bottles like we've done. Or two bottles, and, and it doesn't create such a hangover because it's good, clean whiskey. Um, so we decided, Lead Slinger, we're going to give it an 8.6. Yep. And uh, that's going to be our baseline. That That's going to be it, and we're going to rate everything kind of based on that. And we're going to take into account – like again, we're not professional whiskey tasters, so like the smell and all that will be something, but we're just not gonna, we're not that's it's not gonna be everything and every all that stuff. So we'll, um, you know, we'll we'll kind of. To me, mostly it's taste, it's the the burn. Yeah. 
how we feel the next morning. So we might rate something tonight, and we might come back on next week and be like, hey, it tastes really good, but I felt like shit, shit the, next, the day. next morning. So so then, you know, we'll, we'll rate it. We'll, we'll decrease the rating. So we'll um, – We'll start rating these, and I think because, like, you know, the titles have been the whiskey that we've drank, I'll put, like, you know, Rabbit Hole 9.4. You know what I mean? Oh, yeah. You know, like, and I'll, I'll just kind of put it in, in the title. Yeah. And then if we have to change it up, we'll change it up. And I, I can change the titles down the road, so if we ever change it, it'll be easy to change. So even – So then you can look through – all the old podcasts and see and see what whiskey we drank and the rating and the rating because and then if if we are going to change the rating keep the original but then say the next day downgraded to a yeah i'll, I'll put in parentheses downgraded to this yeah and then and then we'll talk about it on the podcast but you have to listen to why we downgraded it so um but like I said, I think we we called out uh, Rabbit Hole has been our favorite uh, so far, and yeah. uh, I think I think uh, I want to say a nine point two. I want to be fair because that leaves us point eight because we don't know what other whiskeys yeah. we're gonna have in the future. So nine point two is the highest whiskey we've had on this podcast. Yeah, and I I think that that'll be the that'll be. I mean, that's the one. That's to beat. the top. Rabbit, rabbit hole is the one to be. Eight point six for Lead Slinger, and then we'll base this uh, this new whiskey. So, what we got? As he, uh, as Luna told you, you know, that's my favorite so far. Yeah, the a, yeah. So, um, all right. So, what are we drinking tonight? Wyoming whiskey. I know you're going to dig this. Boom. All right. So Wyoming whiskey. Um, pretty simple bottle. Uh, it's got uh, WW kind of intertwined together, a little red uh, letter. Wyoming above whiskey underneath. Kind of a, a real like old school label again. Like a clean, clean, clean classic. Like, these are like bottles you see in those old Western movies yeah. where they slide it across the table. Um, we got a 44% alcohol, 88 proof, small batch bourbon whiskey, distilled, barreled, and bottled in Kirbing, uh, Kentucky. No, I'm just kidding. It's Wyoming. <laughs> gotcha. <laughs> I was like, wow, Wyoming whiskey in Kentucky? Yeah. They, it must have been someone that moved. I don't know. All right. So, um, Let's go ahead and read. The bourbon frontier has moved west to the Rocky Mountains of Wyoming, where high country winds flow through the fields of wheat, corn, and barley, where water from glaciers waits in deep limestone aquifers, and uh, where this whiskey is made by hand without shortcuts or compromise to create a small batch bourbon with the right to be called Wyoming's whiskey. It has a date bottled, handwritten, 12-2-20. So this is uh, about three, four months old. January, February, March, about three months old. Uh, batch number 73. So distilled and bottled in Wyoming, Kentucky. No, Wyoming Whiskey, Inc., uh, Kirby, uh, Wisconsin. Matured in charred white oak barrels. Um, Wait, where was it bottled? Kirby, Wyoming. Oh, you said Wisconsin. Of course I did. Yeah, Wyoming. <laughs> Dude, I'm telling you, those three guys got me all jacked up today. Oh, I'll tell you guys that story here in a second. So first. We're going to try this. We're going to try this. 
doesn't smell horrible. It smells like bourbon. Yeah. All right. a, uh... It's actually a really good smelling bourbon. Did that burn? A little bit. It didn't burn for me. That was really good. Okay. 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 So what I, what I we won't do it right away because for us, we pour it on big cubes. So you got that initial drink without it being watered down. Yeah. We'll have some few, we'll have a few drinks and then boom, we'll rate it on uh, what we feel. Cause. Okay. So off the first drink though, what are you giving it though? Like your initial taste, you're like, oh man. Right now, I will go with a seven eight. I was gonna. I'm. I'm gonna say. Uh, I'm gonna say seven and a half. Seven five. Seven five. All right. So whatever we come up with in the end, too, we'll meet in the middle, <laughs> and that'll be the rating. Sound good? Ready? High five. Break. If you, if you didn't hear that, it was a high five. So, yeah. Uh, so, I'll tell you guys the story. Um, I had my lesson with JJ today. Uh, and then I, I played nine holes. And I ended up getting paired up with three older gentlemen. And when I say older, I'm talking 80s. You know, they're, they're gray beards, all that stuff. 100 yards. Uh, yeah. I mean, they actually hit the ball pretty decent. We all played pretty much the same. I outdrove them every time. Well, obviously. And, uh, but, but not by much, uh, one of the guys could crush it. If he didn't, he was a hook hooker. He, he would hook the ball. He was a hooker. Yeah. But 40 bucks real. No. Uh, but he would hook the ball, uh, when he, when he missed. And whereas I slice or yeah, slice the ball. Um, but their names were Dean, Dale and Dan, Dale, Dean, Dan, Dean, Dale, Dan. And they, were, D's. and they were from Wyoming, Wisconsin, and Michigan. Wyoming. Wyoming. So Dale from Wyoming, you have no idea what this podcast is, but by the slim chance you're listening, we're drinking some whiskey from your uh, your home state. So I think it was Dale. It might, it might have been Dan. I don't know. It was one of the D's. I think Dale was from Wisconsin. Dean was the Michigan guy, but whatever. We're not even going to get into that. But it was hilarious because these three guys had never met before. This was their first time playing golf together. I was a newcomer too. So I'm this, like, you know, young strapping this lad. young buck. Young buck. Um, you young whippersnapper. But, but uh, Dale from Wisconsin had a brand new, brand new Ping G425 that he just got fitted for. Nice. Yeah. And he was a lefty. He was oh. crushing it too. Uh, had, but he had the big super flex staff, you know, oh, yeah. like real, the senior, the senior, senior flex. flex. Yeah. Uh, so, uh, but these guys were arguing back and forth, man. It was hilarious. They, uh, the COVID conversation came up and they just went after each other and it was hilarious. It was, it was good. And I just kind of sat there and I was like, I wonder if this is what me and my friends sound like. When we're arguing. Oh, I'm sure it does. But you would have never guessed these three didn't know each other. Yeah, that they had been friends for 30-plus years. Yeah, that they have been out at that course every Friday, you know, for the longest time. But uh, the guy from Wisconsin, I ended up talking to him most. Uh, he lived out there, has had a summer home here or winter home here. Um, 
had been coming out for the last 15 years. So he's played all these courses, but he lives in a trailer on Avi. Oh. So he gets like uh, hookups all, there all the time. Um, one of he said his the favorite his favorite day after 56 years of marriage, which it it was awesome. All three of these guys have been married for 50 plus years. Jeez. 50 plus years, all three of them. I was like, Jeez. dude, that's something to be, look forward to. But one of the guys was like, my wife, when we retired, said she wanted to be out on the course with me. He goes, it was the happiest day of my life. So that's all they do. That's all they do all the time. It. I don't see that happening with you, though. No, I, I don't. She hates this sport. I don't. Not in the summer. She hates being cold and she hates being in the wind. If it's during the summer, I guarantee she'll be out there more. But I also know it's not her first love. She'll go out there to have fun. Yeah. She'll go out there to have fun, to have drink. some drinks, whatever, and just kind of like hang out with friends. It, it is. It, it's a good time, regard, oh, regardless. Oh yeah. Of what, who you even are. Even Tammy. Even Tammy said it. Like yeah. Tammy's not. You know, she's not a golfer by any means, but she was like, it's actually like really fun to like just go out there, even if it's just me and her. Yeah. Like when yeah. I took her golfing on uh, on New Year's Day, she yeah. was like, like I had a blast yeah. just ha- hanging out with you and yeah. then. Because you, you actually do get some good personal time yeah. together. You get good personal quality time. I mean, you got to think you're out there for four, four hours. hours. Well, and then playing with your wife, you're probably out there for four. closer to five hours. Yeah, I mean, usually it really doesn't. I Sometimes you play with friends and it takes longer because everybody's like doing their own thing and going this way, that way. When you're playing with your wife, that's not like really serious into it. You pick up their ball, yeah. you place it, you let them putt a little bit, you let them tee off. And it is what it is, so... But I, I I do agree. Like just one on one, that that's a, like some good oh, yeah. quality time. Absolutely. And I think we need to we need to do that to where us four go, and we just pair up the us and the and the and our wives like on the front nine, and then the back nine we'll switch. Let the girls play yeah. like and drive together because it's fun for them oh, like, yeah. to do that stuff and uh, um, all that. But I don't see Christina playing with me all the time. No. Who knows? Uh, a lot can happen. <gasps> A lot can happen in the next 20 years. True. Who knows? You know, uh, my my love of uh, life and my my um, the things that I used to do 20 years ago have completely changed. So who who we freaking knows? Golf in 20 years. That's not gonna happen. No, no, it's no. impossible. I am stone cold set on doing this the rest of my life. Yeah. I mean, I'm. My bucket list when I retired used to be to get a motorhome and go ballpark to ballpark. Yeah. Now it's like get a motorhome and go state how many, to state, ballpark to ballpark, but then yes. play a couple rounds yes. of golf. Yeah. That's that's me and Christina's. That's, uh, that is identical to what we want to do, regardless of if it's a trailer or a motorhome. Well, yeah, what I, mean, I told I her when we is. retire, I want a little bit of land. A bigger land. I say I don't care if we live in a double wide. I don't expect to be in that son of a bitch. That's our mailing address. Yeah. Really. Like living a night. I mean, some of those double wides are fucking nice now. I mean, you get a really nice one, super cheap, but your money's gonna be spent out on the road. Guess what? That's where that's a place where the kids can go and crash if they're in town. Exactly. <laughs> Mom and dad. Yeah. May or may not be there. But that, not hundred like, percent sure. I mean, in 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 a, a reality. I'm hoping that my kids like go away to college, right? Yeah. So that our our little drive around the United States, we're stopping and visiting and doing that stuff, 
and you know hey lucas let's go play around you know like my mom and Maisie are gonna go hang out whatever maybe they join us with a, a couple trips or whatever i i don't know but i agree hit all the ballparks um hit every single golf course in america wow <laughs> i don't know if we have enough time nah no i'd have to retire today yeah yeah well, well i'm gonna call my boss <laughs> <laughs> Might as well make it a, a, a reality instead of a dream. But no, that I, I, I'm with you on that. I think that'll be fun. So uh, it was just kind of cool see, seeing uh, three guys out there all 50-plus years of marriage. One was 56, one was 55, and one was like 52. But I'm just like, that. that's freaking awesome. 56 that's, years. 56 years. You can't make a relationship last 56 minutes. Cheers. It's it, it's not it's no. Um, easy feat. No. To do that. I mean, back then, it was easier. But how many how many stories have you heard of like parents sticking together for thirty years, waiting till the kids are out and then, on their own, yeah. and, and then they're just like, yeah, we're, we're it done. Quits. We're we're done. Like with yeah, this. we were only together this yeah. long because of you guys. So I heard a story about the guy that owns Los Lagos. He's huh. from Canada. Hey. Uh, Mr. Uh, Wisconsin told me the story because he knows his wife. He knows the owner of Los Lagos' wife? Yes. Okay. So his Wisconsin's wife and their uh, the Los Lagos' wife are friends. Okay. So they're getting divorced. Uh-oh. Hence the reason why he didn't do anything to upgrade Los Lagos this year. Oh. He doesn't want to put any money until the divorce is final. But I said, "Well, do you think he'll sell it?" And he goes, "I." He goes, "From what the way it sounds, no, but he'll put money into it after the fact." And you know who? Why they're getting divorced? Because of your girl, the one you know from the airport. Oh. Yep. Yep. Mr. 82-year-old uh, Dale over there is getting me a little insight on the whole shit. That might explain why we haven't seen her there. Right. The last couple times we played. Usually she's always there. Yeah. I told you about that girl, didn't I? You did, yeah. <laughs> and I told him, I was like, that's so funny. I was like, I've heard stories too. And he goes, well, what do you heard? We're, we're, we're over there gabbing like a bunch of like 18-year-old schoolgirls. <laughs> And, uh, yeah, me and old Dale. And, uh, I just told him, I said, uh, my buddy worked with her at the airport and he said she was a floozy then like, uh, or there was stories. I yeah. didn't say there was any proof, but I said, he, he said there was stories. Mm. So, but pretty funny. I oh. thought, I thought you would like that. Oh dear. Oh dear. All right. So did you get any, uh. Notes on uh, golf today? Mm-mm. Okay, so I did see Brooksy's birthday. Lead? No, Brooks's. It was his birthday yesterday too. Oh, was it? Yeah. Oh, so surprised Tammy didn't send him a happy birthday message. She she did. Oh, I'm sure she yeah. did. Yeah. He he reposted it too. Oh, did he retweet it? Yeah, there was some stuff. You was a little risque. <laughs> 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 so um, all right, uh, Bryson. Right? Bryson shot a 77 yesterday. Oh, dear Lord in heaven, Bryson. He bogeyed his first hole. And then nothing but pars and nine birdies today. Shot a 64 course record. 
Wow. This guy was on fire. He had an approach shot that he won. He one handed the the approach, and the he's like through. the follow through. He one handed the follow through, and he's like, "Oh, I was in another divot." He yelled before the ball landed, five feet to the pin. He was on fire putting today. He was on fire, dude. Birdie, like he could not miss the hole. So I think uh, he it puts him at an a oh uh, minus three for the tournament. What's par seventy two there? I th- I think. So let's see, a sixty four and a seventy seven would be. If he was minus, yeah, it is a seventy two. Yeah, because a seventy seven he would have been five over, an eight under he'd be three under. Yeah. You know how that looks. No, I know. That's it. I'm just looking. So I, I thought that was kind of cool, that pro golfers, they can do that. But yeah. what's what's Brooksy at right now? Minus eleven. Oh, yeah, so Bryson doesn't have a chance. He's got a one-shot lead uh, over uh, Caleb Smith. Billy Horschel. And Caleb Smith, man, that kid is. Caleb Smith and Colin, Colin Morikawa. Good for him, Colin Morikawa. I like Colin. Um, Caleb Smith is a stud. Um, you know, who did we talk about um, last week that we see winning a, a major soon? Carlos. Carlos Ortiz. Ortiz. So uh, he, he reminds me a lot of Carlos Ortiz. I don't even think he's playing in this. Yeah, he is. He was a one, one under. I think I just saw. No. Yeah. Or plus one. He shot oh, even. Okay, today. yeah. Plus one. I was so, going to say, because I'm at. He may not have made the cut. Um, let me see where the cut. Oh, the cut there's no cut. I don't think there is a cut. Nope, there's no cut. Yeah, it's the championship. <laughs> Which one is this? The World Golf Championship. Oh, okay. So it's not it's not a major though. No. I thought you were saying players championship. Oh no no no. no. So um here's another one. Victor Hovland. Did Oof. you see his last last hole? No. <laughs> Dude. Probably one of the worst holes you'll ever see in your life, and he's still four under. Shot a four under. I think he quadrupled or five over the hole. I don't even Oh, on qu- nine? On quad. Quad. He shot an eight on a par four. Yeah. So his approach shot went over. Okay. He hit his approach shot, and his approach shot was up against – he was almost OB. So his approach shot was up against these things, so he kind of just, like, jabbed at it. It went – it darted over, went in the bunker. And guess where it went in the bunker? In the bunker, and there was a lip on the back side, and it went right here. Oh. So he had a swing underneath it. Well, when he chopped it – then it went in back to where he was in like where it sat on like water, but it wasn't like out of bounds. Was it a penalty area? No. Or no. not a penalty area, but like a a hazard? It was a hazard, but so it wasn't he couldn't ground his club. Wasn't able to ground his club. So then he hits it, right? Gets it in the bunker in front of the green. Then his bunker shot almost goes in. And then he puts it in for a quad. Ugh. So let's see. Two, three, four, five, six, seven. So maybe that was a penalty shot then. The, the second one that went out of the back. Oh, yeah, maybe. Yeah, maybe it, it was. It said, it said he shot a 
and eight. Yeah, so on maybe nine. it was. But dude, <clears throat> they are human. They're human, man. And then he parted and, the next. And all he did is his approach shot. All he did is blade it a little bit. So he. But there was no room. The back of the green, there was like barely any room. So it's like if you miss, you yeah, miss you short. Miss, yeah. So he quadded nine, part ten, and then birdie, 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 birdie. But he started on the on the oh, back. Oh, he started on ten. Yeah, because oh, nine okay. was his last hole. Okay. And dude. They interviewed him right afterwards. His face was red. Because, you know, Victor Hovland, he never not smiles. He smiled after every shot. The guy, I, I love his, like, demeanor, and I it, it's just fun to watch him. But he, he his face was red because he was just tired. Oh, yeah. He, he, was was like, oh. he had to take eight swings in one hole. He's like, man. He was beat, dude. I'm tired. Well, and then you're walking back and forth. Oh, back yeah. and forth, back and forth, back and forth. So... That was cool. Is uh, is JD playing in this? JT? JD. Or DJ, I mean. Yeah. He uh, shot a plus two today. Ooh. He's three under. He's tied for 54. Oh, he's not. He's three over. Two over. He shot two over. Oh, total. He's two okay, over. Okay, so three under. Oh, he so shot three I, under I, today. I was flipping that. Yeah. Flipping the he total. He shot three under today. He's yeah. two over yeah. for the tournament. Yep. Uh, John Rom, bro. Yeah. He was four over today. Yeah. But look at a lot of these guys shot. They shot way under, and they were getting back to par today. Look at that. A lot of those guys shot over look yesterday. At, look at John Rom's five, six, seven. So five, he doubled. Bogey, bogey. Yeah. And then, oh, the back nine. 14, 14 through 17. Bogey, 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 bogey. Yeah, it's tough, man. It, it's Jason Day is at a four under. 14. So the, oh, fucking Patrick Reed, dude. He shot a 76 today. I mean, but still a 76. I'd kill for a 76. I'd kill for a 76. I'd kill Patrick for Reed an, shot a 68 today. He's eight under. I'd kill for an 86. I hope Patrick Reed doesn't win. He's got to be the most hated player in golf. Yeah. Did you see Bubba Watson today? Uh uh-uh. uh. 465 yard drive. <laughs> Man. He hit the slice cut that hit. They said it has to hit like this one, one in one millionth like area, uh-huh. to where when it bounces, it almost bounces off of like rocks, and it just fucking, boing! Like he he did his famous like big old uh, slicer, and it fucking hit and just fucking rolled. When he hit it, he like threw it like he was like, cause he knew, he fucking caught all of it. Oh, he like he did the old. Uh... Uh, who was that? Oh, the the sword fight. Yeah, but no, but he like kind of did the club twirl and did it. He didn't oh. do the whole like the putter. Yeah, yeah. What was his name? Uh, that's gonna bug me. Yeah. Oh um, no. Oh no. Oh no no no. no. Um. Putter. Oh. As soon as you say it, I'm gonna know it, and I'm gonna. I'm going to scream inside. Yeah. 
Chichi. Chichi. Chichi Rodriguez. Chichi Rodriguez. Chichi Rodriguez. Yeah, he was uh he was a badass. All right, so um, I don't know if you had any topics to talk about today. I had a couple I wanted to get into. That is just uh, pretty fucked up, I guess. I don't know. Tiger Woods. Oof. I think he's done. I don't think he's coming back from this. Did you see the new Woodsy bot? <laughs> I showed Tammy that, and she was like, she just shook her head, and I was like, "Too soon?" She's like, "Yeah," and I'm like, "It's never too soon." No, oh, not for not for people like us. That's pretty. Uh, I don't know. I thought that was pretty funny. But that was a good. Uh, that was a good question you had. Which one? I mean, he was there, but why was he driving that Genesis Invitational? Yeah. SUV. Yeah. So there has been a bunch of people that have tied this into conspiracies and all that stuff because tell tell me when you see when you see the car wreck does it not have a kobe feel i mean kobe, this wreck on the side of a mountain kobe's thing was because the pilot was an idiot uh you say that i mean the first time they've ever flown in fog never allowed to fly in fog but yet he gets he gets the okay that day. I mean, it, it's that's not the pilot. I, I'm sorry. So who wanted Kobe dead? Well, like like we've talked about on the podcast, he had a lawsuit with on pharmaceutical companies days, days before, before this. this. Oop. That's the second time I did that. So I I'm not saying it there's any like weight to the conspiracy right. but i am saying it does sound weird yeah and all i'm saying is like last year when we saw the helicopter crash on the side of a mountain it had the same sort of feel yeah seeing this vehicle crunched up on the side of a mountain it had like that kind of same vibe it's even the same time frame yeah I mean, uh, yeah. Kobe was Kobe just was one, January. It was just one year ago, a month ago. It was like right around the same time frame. So I've looked, like, read some of the conspiracies and kind of looked into it. Some of them, I, they're really reaching. Like, so one of them is like um, the logo that Epstein Epstein Island had was like a T with an M, and Tigers is Tigers a is a T with a W. So there's people being like, Tiger's been working with Trump because it's the opposite of this. And I'm like, you're fucking reaching big time yeah. right now. And they're like, oh, yeah, they wanted him dead. He was working with Trump. I'm like, I get it. Trump likes Tiger. I mean, they are friends, I guess. Or, yeah. Say. And his dad is a big time conservative. Yeah. So I could see how they get to that reach. But don't reach just yeah, to that's, reach. That's a, that's a far reach. That's a far reach to me. Now, if it comes out and it's like, oh, I'll be, I'll be like, holy shit. But I'll be just as surprised if I didn't yeah. like, hear about this weird yeah. conspiracy. I mean, that's that's how like far-fetched this is. And then there's some saying that he's a part of the Illuminati and it, his time to go, all this stuff. And he's going to basically... What they say is when these sports players die and these famous people get 
knocked off and they die tragically, they do so much more for the future yeah. of the game. And it's like, I, he had a bad leg injury. Tiger, to me, Tiger Woods will still be in the sport of golf for the rest of his life. Oh, yeah. Uh, uh, Whether for it be one, a commentator. Uh, charities. Yeah. Uh, the, being out there, uh, being like a coach for kids. I mean, he's going to be I mean, out even there. a coach for the pros. Well, I've coached for Charlie. Yeah. You know, I, well, he he won't coach Charlie, but he'll be there for Charlie to watch him through his whole. Yeah. I mean, you can't tell me when Charlie Woods is teeing off at his first Masters that Tiger isn't going to be there and, oh, the, yeah. and the camera's going to be on Tiger. Yeah. He might have a limp. Who knows? With, with I mean, that's the good thing. At least Charlie wasn't in the car. I, I at least he was by himself. Thank yeah. uh, because like Kobe was with his daughter. That's the. That's the part that kills me. Well, what sucks even more about the whole Kobe thing is like, yes, I understand why you did it, like why you used to do it when you played. Like he started flying a helicopter when he played for the Lakers because of the commute. He would miss a lot of things. Yeah. But it's like where he flew from to where the tournament was that weekend. Like it was like I, I Google mapped it. From like they said, like where his house, like general yeah. vicinity of where his house was to where the tournament was. Yeah, it was like a forty-five was, minute drive. It, it was gonna knock off like thirty minutes. Yeah, of his no, drive. No, the drive was only like oh, the drive was like an hour and ten minutes. Yeah, and the flight was only like a forty-five minute flight. Yeah, so it was like you risked your life and seven other people's yeah, lives. Yeah, but but for... but here's the deal though: when you fly in a helicopter a thousand times. Yeah. You're it, never going to no, think. No, no, no. Yeah, yeah. You're never going to think yeah. anything of it. That's just like every time you get in a vehicle. Yeah. You're risking your life. Yeah. You really are. Yeah. I mean, it, it is what it is. I mean, so. I look at it this way, though. In a car, I have the control. I know what I'm doing. Yes. No, you're right. I feel like my life is threatened every time I get in the car with my wife. Oh, 100%. Yeah. <laughs> and that I have not drank at some places because it's too far of a drive. And I'm like, eh. I'll drive tonight. <laughs> how was your How was your drive from Vegas? Oh, that was tough. <laughs> hey, dude, I got to I got to see my buddy uh, KP that I haven't seen in a long time. The motherfucker hasn't changed, dude. I, that made me so happy, though. It it legitimately made my weekend. I just had such a good time. Good. Yeah, and even even golfing last weekend, and telling you like the frustration that was out there. Oh yeah. It didn't really get to me because I. When you have like such a good night, like yeah. if you were to see one of your old yeah. like uh, uh, buddies that you went to war with and yeah. all this stuff, and close friends, it it just makes your weekend. Yeah. And it makes everything so much like little on a scale. Yeah. So it was just like I had such a good time on Saturday night with the with um, uh, uh, Leif or KP and uh, um, Kylie. His wife, and uh, it, it was just really good to see him. It was really, like, really good to see him. So, the bigger question with Tiger is the Genesis Invitational. Are they making him pay for that car? Yeah. Actually, they already sent him a bill. Did they really? Yeah. And they said, we'll trade your woods for this car. <laughs> <laughs> Did you post that to the Whiskey Friday? I did not. You should. I did. That way not. we could tell them. Hey, if you want to know what we're talking about, go look at the at the. Uh, I don't Instagram know if page. I'm comfortable enough with that. I'll post it. That post it. I'll post it on. The, I'll post it on the. Uh, okay. On the Facebook. So if you want to know what we're talking about, Tiger's uh, new woods that he just got. You know what? I'm gonna post it right now. So then. 
That way, when this is up, you guys you can, can go, go look. straight to the uh, Whiskey Friday podcast on. Uh, you know what? I'm, I screw it on Facebook. Might as well do it too. And right? uh, go ahead and uh, check it out. That way, you know what we're talking about. Yeah. I oh. Mean, what? He did it. Who? Oh. It was a. Uh, yeah. One of the other guys at work, his uh, his parents. So we can't have uh, too much dead time. So we need to talk, talk, talk. So. Do, 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 do. All right. Uh, we were talking about this, so we need to kind of get off golf then, obviously, because uh, if not, our sponsors won't listen to it. Yeah. Um, yes, because sorry, sorry, Casey and Luna. I know you guys don't know much about golf, but we're gonna we're gonna jump into politics here in a few. Okay, I was lying. I'll I'll post it later because my Facebook is acting uh, stupid right now. But um, let's talk about tomorrow. Uh, Los Lagos. Yeah. That we're gonna do our first eighteen hole scramble. Eighteen hole scramble. Yes. Because our last nine-hole scramble, we were one over. One over, which has been by far our best scramble ever. Our best that we've ever done. Yes. So we're going to do 18-hole scramble. You guys, I I just posted it to the Whiskey Friday podcast. And then then tomorrow night, got a little uh, little party. We got a 90s party to go to. Uh, Patriot. Uh, Scotty's wife, Patriot Fiona, is All right, guys. just turned 30. It's posted on the uh, Whiskey Friday podcast uh, Facebook page as well. Yes. So Instagram, Whiskey Friday podcast, uh, Facebook, go check it out. All right. So, yeah, 90s, uh, it's going to be 90s theme. Scotty's mom made a uh, hundred and seven Jello shots. Oh, geez. They're gonna have beer pong, flip cut, uh, all the good, all the good stuff. You know what else Ooh. we should play tomorrow? <sighs> we should play Buffalo. Buffalo. What's Buffalo? Oh, actually, you are in the you you are in the right. Buffalo's where if you get caught holding your drink in your dominant hand. Somebody yells Buffalo, and you have to pound it. How do you know what, who's dominant hand? Well, most people. I mean, you know most most of your friends. You know if they're right or left-handed. What's the whole point of that? I don't know. It's just a game. Oh. It's just a game. I played. think we should play King's Cup or Waterfall. Oh, God, King's Cup. Well, Waterfall's part of King's Cup. It's the same thing. But that's why I always, I, I always preface it, because some people call it Waterfall. Some people call it King's Cup. Oh, yeah. I, oh, King's Cup is rough. Where you do the thumb master, dude? Like, oh, uh, that was so good. All right, so um, let's get into it. All right, I already talked about you. Next story. Th- so this was kind of cool, I thought. Um, so this guy posted a tweet. He said uh, they called us conspiracy theorists for exposing an elite pedophile um, island. Then MSM started reporting on Epstein Island. Right, which we all knew who that how that ended. Convenient. Uh, they all caught us conspiracy theories, suggesting that uh, Governor Andrew Cuomo purposely sent the elderly to their deaths. Now MSM is reporting it. 
Do we notice a pattern? Do everything that we say as conservatives? Yeah. The liberals call conspiracy theories. And then all of a sudden the, it comes out. The Russia hoax, right? They called us conspiracy theories because we were calling their bullshit. Yet they were the conspiracy theorists. Yeah. And so there's just this whole pattern of everything going on. When we call, so I mean, I'll, I'll kind of break something down. The liberals love this thing called. This is this is what I title it in hat tip, uh, Mr. Dan Bongino. I love that guy. Um, he calls it Republican pounce. Republican pounce. Okay, and what Republican pounce is is when the conservatives call the liberals out for their bullshit and call them out when they are completely caught red-handed and wrong. Yeah. They don't talk about the story about them getting caught. They talk about the Republicans' response to that. And so basically what they say is, so let's talk about this Governor Cuomo shit, right? So basically it's Andrew Cuomo kills thousands and thousands of people. Elderly people. Elderly they kill thousands and thousands of people, throwing elderly people back into nursing homes. What the news story comes out as isn't Andrew Como making this decision to do this. The story is Republicans pounce on the fact that Andrew Como sent yeah. thousands of people to his death. So it's not about the story itself. It's about how the conservatives have reacted to that story. Right. So we got get all up in arms because we're saying, hey, hey, you're fucking up. Yeah. But it's not about them fucking up. It's no, about how we're it, going. Yeah. Hey, you're fucking up. It's about how we react to it. It's how we're reacting. So these stories are just going back and forth. And it's like, talk about the story. Yeah. Don't talk about how we're reacting. We were, we're reacting to the way you've been reacting. Dude, there are multiple... Massive amounts of tweets from like somewhat high profile liberals being like, what the fuck, Joe? And and some of them have even said, I'm starting to think Trump did a good job in office. Well, These are blue checkmark liberals that are starting to come out. Do you know why? Instead of sending out the $2,000 stimulus checks that he promised, that Biden and Kamala Harris promised... Instead of taking care of the everyday worker and feeding the mouths of the hungry, they're you know pumping what, money into the. Well, you know what he did today? Fortune 500 companies. You know what he did today? Huh. He fucking bombed Syria. Oh, I did see that. He fucking bombed Syria. Yeah. 38 days into his presidency. 38 days. They bombed Syria. Look at this. It's Joe Biden. Here's your stimulus check and a bomb. He, he took the stimulus check and replaced it with the bomb, like Indiana Jones. But uh, so there, there was this thing that I uh, had on here. Let me see if I can find it. But, yeah, nobody's, nobody's putting that on the news. Nobody's putting it on the news. I think I saved it in my Instagram. So it, it's just like it has nothing to do with how Fucked up and how bad they're doing in office. Oh, it's it, it's all about. Look at gas prices already, dude. Dude, I'm telling you, I was telling I was telling the guys at work, 
I'm 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 gonna say it right now. By summertime out here, gas is gonna be close to five dollars a gallon. Five dollars a gallon? Yeah. What do you think? Here? Yeah. You, you, gotta, you gotta think gas has already gone up. Since Biden took office, gas it'll is be already, four. It'll be four. Is, gas has already gone up. It'll be in the fours for sure. Forty and, cents. And I, I wouldn't like. I wouldn't go. Oh my god, it's five dollars. If I see five dollars, yeah, I can see. So it. Very at, easy. at Fast Trip, right there on uh, Marina in ninety five, or not Marina, uh, Hancock in ninety five. When Trump was in office, diesel was at like a dollar. 79 we almost saw under a dollar yeah it was like a dollar 79 or a dollar 69 something like that a gallon i drove by this morning diesel's up to like 259 a gallon right now and diesel is the cheapest gas to make it is all the byproducts of the other gas why is it almost three dollars a gallon can you can anybody explain that? No? Yeah. We shut down 80,000 jobs in the uh, in the Keystone Pipeline, in the oil and gas industry. 80,000 jobs he shut down. In what, his first day, second day in office, he shut that down? No, it was, I, I want to say it was the first, like, two or three days into office that he signed that executive well, yeah, order. I, I'm saying at least his first first week, but, yeah, you're absolutely right. Like, 80,000 jobs absolutely gone right. like that. And, oh, well, you pipeliners can yeah. find another another job. Yeah, it, it's, it's you guys can absolutely. Get into, you guys can get into solar here soon. Like... It's uh, the 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 people that the people we have running this country. Well, not only that, but the people that voted for the people that are running this country. Yeah, this is what you wanted. <laughs> Good luck. Yeah. Good fucking luck. We're. Uh, uh, yeah, no, go ahead. I'm just, like, I was going to say, when you're living on the streets. Um, There's this fall off there that landed five feet from the home like it. And he goes, classic uh, GD move, which is golf douchebag move. <laughs> then says, right out of a divot, right after he hit it. Um, no, but you, you're absolutely right. So, um, let's... Uh, <laughs> I really, I really want to go home and talk with my aunt and my uncle and my cousin who are all about Biden. Like, fuck Trump. Fucking, he's racist. He doesn't do this. And I want to, because I, I haven't really talked to him about it. And I want to see, like, I, I literally want to see what they say now about this and just see if, if they come up with, like, excuses or oh well you know he oh he's trying no no and uh i I would like to see what he 
I told you that, and not. you said no. But I don't want to talk to him. I don't want to talk about it. So here, I'm telling you, I say we get him on the podcast. Here's the next thing I want to talk about. So um, this is probably one of the scariest things we've had happen uh, up to this point. And we can talk about gas prices. We can talk about all the bullshit. But the House just passed the Equality Act. I refuse to call it that. It's pretty much to me, it's the Inequality Act. But here's a breakdown of what it does. Is it like reverse racism? So this is going to force schools to teach about LGBT ideology without parental consent. Mm -mm. Mandate schools. Allow biological boys access girls' restrooms, lockers, rooms, and showers. Require teachers and students to use preferred pronouns because apparently we live in a nation of pansies. Require employers to implement strict preferred pronoun policies. Compel employers to provide health insurance for transgendered surgeries. Allow men to enter and use women's public restrooms, locker rooms, and showers. Allow biological men, um, males, to compete in women's sports. Require doctors to provide transgender surgeries, hormone therapy against their own conscience and not only what this does but this in this inequality act that i was reading about it also talks about that we're not allowed to have our own opinion so if you're in a christian church like i was born and raised i i will tell you right now i don't agree with it i don't i don't agree with that community at all oh and I'll just tell you that. Now, with that said, well, okay, uh, I, I can't say I can't say I don't agree with it because if that's how you feel, then that's how you feel. But don't expect me to call you a girl. Hey, ma'am, how are you doing? No, you're a man. You have a dick and a set of well, balls hanging ma'am. between your legs. It, but he, here's what I'm getting at. Okay, for some reason. The left has come across this, and in the Constitution, we have our First Amendment right, our Second Amendment right. Our First Amendment right is the freedom of speech. It is really what this whole country is based on. And I'm sorry if... I uh, Let me rephrase that. I am not sorry, but you do not have the right in this country to not be offended. not yes no you don't have the right to be offended no you have the you have the right to be offended but that doesn't mean you get to put your your uh take away my rights i'm offended listening to liberals oh oh yeah i'm offended to listen to this bullshit yeah yeah yeah. okay okay i see what you're saying but you don't have the right in this country to not be offended yeah i mean there is no right saying this is has to be done yeah there's no right that i I cannot offend you. Yeah. That is what is the basis of freedom of speech. Yeah. That is the fucking basis. And I, I, I am not sorry for saying that. No. Listen, I was born and raised in a Christian life, uh, lifestyle, in a Christian household. I truly believe, I, like, I, Christ is my Lord, Lord and Savior. That's what it is. So I have my opinions on that belief yeah. mindset. 
but here's the deal. I, I'm sitting as, next to Preacher Mike that didn't wasn't born and raised in that same household. Well, I mean, I was born and raised in a Catholic household. Yeah, but you you weren't ever raised like as hardcore as I was, and you have different opinions on life than I do. But we're still pr- like close to being best friends. Yeah. Because guess what? It's his opinion. In America, you have the right to have your own opinion. Yeah. You will not do anything to take that right away from me. Yeah. I don't care what the fuck you say. Yeah. You don't have the right in this country to not be offended. I, that, that, you, I can't say it any better than that or any clearer than that. It's, it's this whole thing to where they have come across to where it's like, if this hurts my feelings, I can then impose law on you. That's not okay with me. No. Because pretty soon, what does this law do? It'll shut down Christian churches. It'll shut down Catholic churches. It'll shut down Mormon churches. It'll shut down uh, um, Muslim churches. All of those religions have Jewish shit. Temple. The Jewish. All of those religions have shit that will offend other people. Yeah. Because they don't. That's the whole point. Yeah. Of religion. Of freedom of religion. Yeah. And freedom of speech and freedom of press. This shit of- is fucking scary because right now we have a 50 fucking 50 Senate. So we need. So that was the whole thing, though. I was listening to, I think it was the Ben Shapiro show on the local 104.1. And he was saying on some of these things that he he feels. And from talking to some of the the lobbyists and people on the Hill. That there's going to be two or three Democrats yeah. that jump ship. Joe Manchin will be one of them. To give them. To Joe give. Manchin and, and uh, Tulsi Gabbard. So if that happens, but it, then it doesn't Wait, pass. is Tulsi Gabbard a senator or a congresswoman? I think she's a senator. She might be con. I can't remember. Who is it? Tulsi Gabbard from Hawaii. Hey, Siri. Because. Uh, Who is Tulsi Gabbard? Okay, so yeah, she's in the house. She's a congresswoman. So, so that doesn't help us. You have uh, Hirosh showed like a stupid fucking Norikawa from Hawaii. That's the dumbest fucking congresswoman or dumbest senator, senator in U.S. history. She's the one that asked Amy Coney Barrett if she's raped anybody. Oh, yeah. Yeah. We talked about that a while ago. I saw. I, I didn't watch it, but I saw the, uh, who was it? Ren, uh, who's the senator? Ren. In Stimpy? No. Rand Paul. Rand Paul. Yeah. Just. Taryn uh, Merrick Garland. Devoured the transgender. Oh, yeah. Uh, um, what's her name? His name. What's his name? I can't remember. He looks like a. Oh, dude, he... Wayne. He does look like Wayne. He looks like a fucking 80-year-old Wayne. Like fucking Wayne's World just... Or no, Garth. Garth. I'm yeah, sorry, Garth, Garth from yeah. Wayne's World. Yeah. Garth, yeah. Looks like Garth. That's what it said. I saw I saw a meme. It, it, it had uh, Garth. Uh, something Levine. Rachel Levine. Rachel Levine. Yeah. Yeah. And that's the thing, dude. If you're a guy and you want a female name, I'll, I'll call you by your, your le- legal name. Like, if you change your name, like... Bruce Jenner changed his name to Caitlyn Jenner. I'll call him Caitlyn. 
But I won't do is say Mrs. Jenner. Yeah, no. I'll call you Caitlin, but if you want me to say, excuse me, sir, I'm not going to say, excuse me, ma'am. No. No, no, no. Because you got dick and balls. Yeah. Well, I don't know. Well, I don't. Yeah, I think think he he, kept them. Oh, he didn't? Yeah, he he just got boobs. He just got boobs. No. I thought he had had the surgery. But anyways. Nice set on, on Caitlin. I mean, 20 bucks is 20 bucks. <laughs> Just to kind of, hey, they're good. But, uh, yeah, I heard he just absolutely devoured him. Well, he asked. Because Rachel Levine, this fucking guy that doesn't have any fucking science behind his his name, he's all about giving kids hormone blockers without parental consent oh no so he's he's like it they what could is, what is he going for what was uh, he nominated for um the uh it, I, it was the the education but i think it's like the health it, it's something no oh, whatever who cares but it basically was Rand paul was asking him are you okay with giving kids parental, uh, without parental consent hormone blockers? And he goes, and he answered the same question three times. He, he straight up said the same answer three times in a row. He was like, well, this is a complicated uh, issue and blah, 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 blah. And like gave him the whole like spiel. And Rand's like, all right, well, let's put it on record that he refused to answer the question. Was that the – so I, I, I didn't hear. I kind of jumped in. It was the, the radio station out here. I kinda, it was I think it was the Shapiro show. I kind of jumped in mid-thing, and they were talking to somebody. I didn't hear who it was or what, what it was, but the guy was like, well, you know, I never really thought about that question. That's Merrick Garland. Okay. And he's going for the fucking uh, U.S. district attorney. Yeah. That's what it was. Yeah, that's yeah. Merrick Garland. Yeah, he well, was like, "Well, he, you know what? I never really thought about someone that else question. asked him a question, and that's he goes, a, and he said, you know what? That's a good. Uh, he said, that's a good point, but I never really thought about that.' He had ums and ahs, a hundred and twenty-seven times in three minutes. I'm getting into it right now. Yeah. But he he did not know how to answer the question. But the sad part is, is these fucking idiots are probably going to get and here's what, okay to be in office. They, so, I can't remember who it was. They're going to run it might have been Thomas Sowell. into the ground. It might have been Thomas Sowell that said this, but he, he said, he goes, when you hear someone speak and they uh and um, um so many times, oh. it set you sound like an anxious person that doesn't know what the fuck they're doing. Oh. And Merrick Garland even said in, in what the question was that you're talking about was on uh, immigration policy. Immigration. That's what it yeah. was. Yes. And he was like, well, I don't, I don't really know what they do now. So I guess well, I'll figure it out when I get yeah. there. You and know, it's I haven't like, really thought about that question. Yeah. But, uh, yeah. Um, no, I don't know. You know, I haven't really thought about that. And the guy that was asking him the question was like, that you, was Josh Hawley. Yeah. Josh Hawley. He was yeah. like, you you haven't thought about that yeah. question, like yeah. it's probably one of the biggest issues in this yeah, country. Because he, he and you haven't he legitimately about that? said he goes well I didn't know how the past administration did it and I, I don't know what what's happening now, 
And he's like, Josh Hawley's like, you guys ran on this. Yeah. You guys ran on that. You weren't going to do what Trump what the did. Past minutes even though – They are. They're now in – kids are in cages. No, 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 no. They're uh, – Relocation facilities? No, no, no. They're um, – Yeah. I, I know what you're talking about. Or whatever they yeah. called it. But did you hear – And they're using the exact did you same hear Jen, fucking facilities that Trump used. The, they're using mobile minis. Did you see what Jen Psaki, her response was to uh, – I want to say Doug Ducey. It's Peter Ducey who works for Fox News. Oh, yeah. He asked her. Um, one day he asked her about the kids in cages, and she ummed and awed around that. Did she then, say she's going to have to circle back to it? No. But the next day he asked her, he goes, well, you guys ran on, like, kids being ripped away from their family. Well, now the and, families are together. No, no, no. no. L- listen to this answer that she said. Listen to it carefully. He asked her specifically. Well, you guys ran on uh, the past administration saying they ripped kids from their families and put them in these homes. And now you have kids ripped from their families. And and she she says this. She goes, let me make sure I get this right. She goes, well, we have a multitude of children coming to the border without their families, without their parents. And we're doing our due diligence to put them and keeping them safe. And then, uh, but we're, oh, what did she say? I want to get this right. Cause she just sounded like a jackass. Like, cause she said, we're not going to do what Trump's administration did and take these same kids and rip them from their families. And pretty much like in the same sentence, she contradicted herself and damn it. I wish I would have fucking uh, remembered it i can't remember if i i uh, uh saved it or not but i did save this pins and aces i'm buying us these stamps dude oh those are pretty sick actually have you I've seen, seen these? those yeah yeah i'm buying us those stamps next boys trip yeah i like this. i saved it um so let me let me yeah, see just, if i can find it's it it's completely it's completely asinine and they're i i was listening to uh one of the can't remember who it was on the on the radio show but they were like oh well you know this is the state of the art and it's you know they've got a they've got a soccer field and a basketball court and a and a kitchen and a uh uh you know a barber shop hold on merrick carlin was asked yesterday if illegal entry at the border should remain a crime and he said i haven't thought about that question does president biden believe that illegal Okay, that's, this is not. Well, like, uh, and the process, how, um, first, uh, the policy of this administration, as you well know, but just for others, is not to expel unaccompanied children who oh, arrive yeah. at the Here border. Here it is. Any policies under their Okay. So, and to that point, why is the Biden administration reopening a temporary facility for migrant children in Texas? Well, um... First, uh, the policy of this administration, as you well know, but just for others, is not to expel unaccompanied children who arrive at the border. Uh, And the process, how it works, is that uh, Customs and Border Control uh, uh, 
continue to transfer unaccompanied children to the HHS Office of Refugee Resettlement. That can take a couple of days. I just want to give this context because people need to understand the process. But because of COVID-19 protocols, uh, the, like social distancing requirements, the capacity of existing Office of Refugee Resettlement shelters has been significantly reduced because, of course, you can't have a child in every bed. Um, there needs to be spacing, and we abide by those spacing to protect the kids um, who are um, living in those facilities for a short period of time. And to ensure the health and safety of these kids, HHS took steps to open an emergency facility to add capacity where these children can be provided the care they need while they are safely before they are safely placed with families and sponsors. So it's a temporary reopening during COVID-19. Our intention is very much to close it, but we want to ensure that we can follow COVID, COVID protocols uh, as, we, uh, as, we, as unaccompanied minors come into the United States. But it's the same facility that was open for a month in the Trump administration, summer 2019. That is when Joe Biden said, under Trump, there have been horrifying scenes at the border of kids being kept in cages. And Kamala Harris said, uh, basically, babies in cages is a human rights abuse being committed by the United States government. So how is this any different than that? We very much feel that way. Uh, and so the, these are facilities. Let me be, let me be clear here. here One, there's a pandemic going on. I'm sure you're not suggesting that we have children right next to each other uh, in ways that are not COVID safe, are you? I'm suggesting what? that Kamala Harris... No, I know. What the fuck does that even mean? I know, but just listen. ...was a human rights abuse <laughs> committed by the United States government, and Joe Biden said, under Trump, there have been horrifying scenes of border, uh, at the border of kids being kept in cages. Now, it's not under Trump, it's under Biden. This is not kids being kept in cages. This is, this is kids... This is a facility that was opened that's going to follow the same standards as other HHS facilities. It is not a replication, certainly not. The, that's... That is never our intention of replicating the immigration policies of the past administration. But we are in a circumstance where we are not going to expel unaccompanied minors at the border. That would be inhumane. That is not what we are going to do here as an administration. We need to find places that are safe under COVID protocols for kids to be, where they can have access to education, health and mental services, consistent with their best interests. Our goal is for them to then uh, be transferred to families or sponsors. So this is our effort to ensure that kids are treated or not in close proximity and that we are abiding by the health and safety standards that uh, the government has been set out. Just quickly on climate. Uh, last week, the climate envoy John Kerry said, "Okay, so she, <laughs> she literally, like, has she no just idea. totally like circumvented the entire question. Yeah. Yeah. Like, she didn't even answer the fucking question that he asked. No. So they're basically doing the exact same thing. Trump not did. basically. Well, they are. They are. They're just calling it something different. Yeah. They are." It, it, this is this is what we have to deal with, right here. And, and this is what we have to deal with. And did you hear her? Um. Yeah. That's uh, what it is. So, um, one thing that I uh, we'll, we'll kind of turn the tides on a little uh, coronavirus stuff. So I read this study, and then I actually heard about it the other day that with the amount of people that have gotten coronavirus and the amount of stuff that's gone on there is herd, herd immunization well they've talked about that and and 
basically what they said is they came up, and this is not an exact number, but they said if you look at the data and you look at all the stats of what's going on, um, and what they brought into account for what was people that had caught coronavirus and went home and their significant others or whoever and kids didn't catch it or, you know, or yeah, like yours, uh, maybe one, two people caught it, three people didn't, whatever. Out of the four people in my house. Yeah. I was the only one that caught it. Mike, uh, was the only one that caught it and all, uh, his wife and kids didn't catch it. And I slept in bed with, my wife every single night did you really yes oh well they said uh you can uh estimate 55 percent of the population has a natural immunization to to coronavirus is what they're guessing in this study was was a guess and there's you know they used scientific data but that Estimate is just an estimate, and but it is true. I don't know if it's fifty-five percent, forty-five percent, sixty-five percent, but ninety percent. What? Well, it's not. I think ten percent of the country has gotten coronavirus. Okay, so eighty percent. No, not ten percent. That would be thirty-three million people have caught it. I don't think thirty-three million people have caught it. Hey Siri, how many people in the United States? have tested positive for the coronavirus. Currently, there are 28,300... Oh, so we're close to 10%. confirmed COVID-19 cases in the United States. So we'll call it 28.5 million people. And I think we hit, what, 500,000? 500,000 deaths. That's why we had a moment of silence and the flags were at half-staff. For the rest of the week. Or, no, today they they went back up. Um, It's a fucking joke. But anyways, I thought that was cool. But here's some rabbit hole stuff. So this guy even says, ready for the rabbit hole that connects all rabbit holes? Check this out. As many of you heard, Moderna is is in the third and final stage of their vaccine development. Here's something many of you don't know. Guess who the first CEO of Moderna was? Biden. A Cornell graduate by the name of Anthony Fauci. Oh. Who was a roommate with none other than Bill Gates. Bill Gates, yeah. Are you paying attention? It was at Cornell that Bill Gates designed the RFID, radio frequency ID, and patented it under U.S. blah, 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 blah. Are you awake yet? Now let's really go down the rabbit hole. Moderna was a pharmaceutical company that started in Germany under the name IG Farben. IG Farben is infamous for its mass production of Zyklon B, the primary gas used to kill millions during the Holocaust. After Germany fell, IG Farben was dissolved and its assets sold off by uh, by a Nazi turned America by the name of, you guessed it, George Soros. Soros rebranded the company as Moderna, and who was the primary stockholder of Moderna until his death? Jeffrey Epstein. His role in Moderna is where he made his fortune and established his connection. Let that sink in. Wake up, people. You are being conditioned and controlled. Please copy and paste this as I did. Send that to me. Okay. I'm posting it. Posting it. Everywhere.
Everywhere. No people found on airdrop. Okay, so let's go down this next one. This is going to be kind of a long one. I want you guys to all listen. Oh, dear. Okay. Long-winded. I'm going to spell it out to you. This is another rabbit hole. I'm going to spell it out to you uh, one time only for those who are lost and not registering the hundreds uh, hundreds of clues I've been dropping to you. Here we go one time. Pay close attention. You are watching a movie. A lot of what you are seeing are completely bullshit and fake. It's so outrageous on purpose to get your attention at the at this point. It will continue until it has accomplished and, and that goal is fully completed. There is no Biden pre- presidency. The real Biden was executed for his crimes long ago with Clinton. I know, I know. This is this is a good one. <laughs> Okay. No, that woman in purple the other day wasn't Hillary Clinton, which I've seen pictures of Hillary Clinton now and today, and her feet have grown, and she's taller than she was. There was a there was a uh, a a a a side by side on one of the with uh, her and Bill. Yeah. How much bigger she's gotten? How much bigger she was, and how much bigger Bill was, and how much bigger Bill's feet were compared to his other. Okay. So yeah, yeah. Okay. So I'm there. I'm there. You are seeing actors, and some have masks. That's why Biden keeps referring to himself as the masked president. This means they are the good guys in this movie on on the team of freedom. This whole election was fake along with the fake inauguration, fake executive orders, fake Oval Office. It's all bullshit. Wake up. The military is right now controlling our country until the new elections in a couple months. Insurrection Act has been signed. Executive order from 2018 is in full effect. Things will soon be revealed publicly. Hopefully you can wake up before then. So you don't have a heart attack in the process. Because imagine if this stuff really happened and people that were like asleep saw this on the news. They would fucking freak the fuck out, right? People that were asleep or like in a coma? No, I'm talking like they just, they haven't paid attention to anything. They're not, they haven't gotten out of any rabbit holes. They think everything's copacetic, you know, that asleep. Okay. Like we're basically what we're saying is we're the great awakening right, right, part right. of it. Okay. Okay. All right. But imagine the heart heart attack they would have yeah. if if this shit all just came out and like there's this massive thing going on. You'd be like <laughs> dead. Okay. Um, they really tried stealing our election. That part is real. Trump knew this and allowed it to expose them and arrest them and those involved. And will be implementing a blockchain fraud proof election system, which was already patented back in August 2020. He skipped the Ninth Circuit corrupt courts because they were too compromised and went 100% FISA, which is the uh, um, uh, security act that allows you to spy. Right. um, Federal spying uh, act. This is a total military operation. The goal was to arrest and remove these crooks before ever winning an election. Furthermore, the Vatican-owned corrupt D.C. election, or the Vatican owned the corrupt D.C. and election. Furthermore, the Vatican owned, um, oh, sorry, let me start this over. Furthermore, the Vatican owned the corrupt D.C. corporation, and that is no longer. 
It will soon be a republic for which it stands under the Constitution as originally intended. And this is go, goes back to that uh, 1876 um, thing we talked about yeah. a couple weeks ago. Yeah, yeah. You will get a history lesson in the process along with a solid grasp of the con- Constitution. Many corrupt D.C. rats and Hollywood pedophiles have gone to jail and or been executed for crimes of high treason and conspiracy. Many more are in the process of meeting justice via military tribunals. Things will be made public in in time very soon. No more secrets, no more games. There are many actors in the movie, not just Biden's double comedian guy, who, who even knows this point is somewhat of a mystery. We don't know exactly who is who 100%. Some are playing a part from the very beginning. Others have already flipped for a deal and now playing a part in this movie. So they're still playing. Basically what they're saying is these corrupt DC are still playing these corrupt DC to keep things moving along. Um, The best thing you can do right now is just wake up to the truth that is being shown to you. Take heart that communists have no real power over our country and look forward to the things Trump have already pre-planned long ago for you. I'll warn you now, things will get stranger from here. If you pay attention and listen to what I've told you here, you'll laugh. If you're watching the Mockingbird media, CNN, or faux news, Fox News, you'll cry. Whatever you do, please don't call Joe Biden president. He's really long gone and his double has no power. Enjoy the show. And they also went into um, Nigeria and uh, what is it? Um, Hisera, uh, Nigeria and Hisera. So it's what we talked about a few months ago. But uh, I just thought that was kind of... Um, I mean, that'd be cool if that was all true. That'd be really cool if that was all true. Oh, God. Could you imagine? It'd be, like, super so, cool. It'd be super cool if on, like, April 1st, Trump came out and was like, Got you, motherfuckers! Well, here's the thing. Is Trump is speaking at CPAC on Sunday. Yes. I saw that. That's his first public speech. I saw that. Since he's been out. I personally think, I don't think it has anything to do with this bullshit. No, I think he's going to. I think he's going to talk about running in 2024. Dude. Ron DeSantis. Yes. Boom. (laughs) The unstoppable. Or I, you know who I even take? Even if it wasn't Trump, I'd take Ron DeSantis and Ted Cruz. Ted Cruz has shown a lot. He, did you listen to his speech today? No, I was. Working. I listened to his speech. He was on fire, and I really, 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 really hope he he feels the way he is, and he's not just playing pol- politics. It to me, it's very hard to trust a guy. That's been in politics for so long. Yeah, it's very hard for me. Yeah, I I will I give all like more faith into these brand new Republicans that came up through the MAGA movement versus longtime politicians because Ted Cruz was a fucking establishment Republican before Trump kicked his nuts. Yeah, kicked him in the nuts. Actually, kicked his vagina to where his nuts fell back out. You know what I mean? And yeah. all of a sudden, after after that debate where Trump just destroyed him, he grew a beard and a pair. Yeah. You know? And Ted Cruz has been 
down. Fucking balls deep Trump. Balls deep Trump. And he talks about how much he loves Trump. And that's hard to do after someone just fucking embarrassed you like yeah. that. So for me, he gained a lot of respect in that, I liked that aspect. I like Ted Cruz because had Trump not gotten – I mean, I would have voted for Cruz. I was – I was all I was Cruz. I was on Cruz's bandwagon. I was, but definitely do you on think Cruz's Cruz would have done what Trump did, or would he have been an establishment Republican in office? Yeah, probably. You know who knows? I didn't. But here's the deal: I didn't really know Ted Cruz until Trump embarrassed him. Exactly. I didn't really know him. All I knew is like I don't think anybody really knew Ted well, Cruz. Well, here's what I knew of Ted Cruz: He's from Texas. Okay. That that's good in my book. Senator okay. Texas. Senator Texas. Fuck yes. Fuck yeah. Guns. Fuck yes. Woo! He was he rare stakes. He's very pro constitution. Yep. Okay. But he was always in those positions. What I what I learned about him was he was always in those positions where he would give up some stuff to just, get some stuff. Just to get some stuff. And one thing I loved about Trump, dude, is he just fuck it. I'm yeah. going to get it. I'm going to get this shit. I don't give a fuck what you say. Yeah. You know, I like that. I really like that about him. So I just, man. So would you rather have a Trump DeSantis or a Cruz DeSantis or a DeSantis Cruz? I would much rather have a Trump DeSantis and then DeSantis 2028. With whoever's in office. I'm telling you right now. I want to go live in Florida. Uh, I told Tammy we were moving to Florida. Because of fucking Ron DeSantis. I told Tammy. We could go. Said, we can go. I want to move to Florida. We both get jobs with the gas company. Fuck it. I'll go first. I'll get a management position and just bring. Oh, this guy from out of state. He fucking. This guy's rocking and rolling. Love this guy. I called Southwest Gas and his old boss, calling myself. Hey, this guy's a fucking amazing employee. This guy's a stud. Slays it. Killing it. <laughs> Killing it. You know his favorite 90s rock band? Slayer. Slayer. <laughs> you were already on it. I love it. Huh? From... From uh, Southwest Energy Services? Yeah. Yeah. But, yeah, I, I told her. I told Tammy. I said, fuck, pack the shit. We're moving to yeah. Florida. I said, Ron DeSantis, don't give a fuck. Oh, man. Has it, has it come out yet? Is it verified? What? Did he tell Biden to go fuck himself? I did. I didn't see anything else. I haven't it. seen anything nope. about it either. No, nope. I. Who knows? Maybe. Maybe the. Uh, hey, deep down inside, though, I'm living it. He told Biden to go fuck himself. I'm gonna. I'm gonna go ahead and say it's true. Yeah. Yeah. I'm saying it. It's my opinion. It's on the record. It's my opinion. It's Patriot Mike's opinion. And it's on the record. It's on the record for the Whiskey Friday podcast that he said it. He told Biden. Ron DeSantis told Biden to go fuck himself. You will address me as Mr. President or President Biden. I, I will, will not. I will not. And you can go fuck yourself. In fact, Click. Ron DeSantis said, I will not eat cat poop. I will not eat cat poop. 
You will eat the cat poop. You will eat the cat poop. I will not. Okay. If uh, I eat, if I eat if the I cat just poop, want cat poop. Will, will you give me a steak? Yeah, yes. I'll, I'll give you a steak. Okay. Okay, then I'll eat the cat poop. And that, that is <laughs> that is the epitome of politics, right? Yeah. I will not do this. I will not. Okay. Okay. Listen, listen we'll Hold give on. you this much money. You will do this. You will. Okay. If I eat a little bit of it, will you give me this? Okay, I'll give you that. Okay. Then okay, I'll, I'll eat the cat poop. <laughs> it is though. That's politics. Yeah. It's like, uh, I think we, I think it was us that we talked about that. Like once you compromise yourself just that one time, one time you're fucked. Cause then it, it doubles in compromise yeah. and then it, it triples and then it quadruples and it just keep, keeps and going and the pattern it, is going and you're, you owe debts to so many fucking people. And then before you know it, you're on Epstein Island and you're fucked. Yeah. Hasn't gotten any better. No, I might. I might have to downgrade mine. It's not the best I've had. It's not. Would you give it a seven eight seven seven eight? I think. I think I said a seven two or no, seven, seven five. five. You said seven, seven five. five. <sighs> that last drink was like <sighs> fucking caught me right in the fucking gullet. Right in the old hoot nanny. Right in the old jelly brands. <laughs> Right in the old whisker biscuit. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. But, uh, yeah, man, I don't. All right, moral of the story. Uh, and this is Run. my. This is my. Run. That's the moral of the story. Run. Move to Sweden. Move to Ireland. Move fucking anywhere but this shithole place. Now nah, we'll be back. You got to remember, one thing that history has taught us is we go through generational shifts. Right now, we're going through a bad shift. I am so scared for my kids. Mm. I have two girls, bro. No, but here's here's the thing. What would you... Okay, so my bigger thing with this thing that you just put that says that men can go into women's restrooms and this and that. You go to the store with Maisie. Maisie's like, Dad, I got to go to the bathroom. Okay, go. Go potty. You're sitting there. You watch a grown ass man with a beard, a big old fucking gut, walk into the women's restroom. Oh, be- I identify as a woman. The fuck you do? You know what the you do at that point? Fuck out of there. You call me, Rosa fucking Parks, and I'm rolling in there and I'm gonna fucking beat the shit out of him. And here's the thing. Here, it's gonna take. That's what I'm just, saying. Just though, like. Dude. Here. I'm scared they, for my fucking you, kids. But here's the thing. You got to remember, there were black people in this country that were scared of their kids' lives. Yeah. At, there was a point in time, yeah. right? No, I know. There was There's a point. There's still people. No, in, 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 this is another generational shift, and I'll, I'll yeah. get into that in a no, second. Yeah. But there was a time where... where Black parents yeah. were legitimately scared for their kids and in, in a rightful manner they were scared yeah. because at any time they could get a fucking call that their kid was fucking dragged down the street. Or lynched. Fucking yeah. lynched. Yeah. No. All this fucking just it's, terrible stuff. The sad thing is, is, is I actually had this conversation with somebody at work. You know what I'm talking about? Yeah. Um, oh, yeah. 
when I used to work for the restoration company that I worked for, traveling all over the U.S., we were doing working. For, uh, you're talking about the our work at Southwest Energy no, no, no. Services. No, 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 no. No, when I when I lived in California. No, but the guy at work yes. at, uh, at Southwest Energy Services. Yeah. Yes. I, I know who you're talking about. Yes. We were talking about this, and I told him this story, and I said, you know, when I used to do restoration work, I used to travel all over the U.S., do fires, floods, hurricanes, tornadoes, shit like that. I was in Mississippi, like deep, backwoods Mississippi. Yeah. <clears throat> it was me and another supervisor, and uh, we went out to dinner. I think I remember you telling me this story, but this is a good walk, story. Walk into this restaurant, <laughs> sit down. And like they seat us and then I look over and there's this like little other room like and I'm like huh maybe it's like a banquet hall waitress comes up order my drink and I'm like hey where's your restroom at she's like oh it's you know down the hall it's right there and I'm like okay cool so I get up walk down to the bathroom walk in and I see there's a women's restroom and then there's a men's restroom well then I look over to the left and there's two other doors and I'm like Oh, what are those? So I like walk over there. True story. This was in 2000 and see, I got out of the Marine Corps in 2008. This was probably 2010, 2011. Walk down to the left and I look at these two restrooms and one says black male and one says black female. And I was like, the fuck? I didn't think anything. I went to the bathroom, go back, and I'm like sitting there, and I'm like pondering this. And the other the other guy I was with, he's like, Patterson, what, what the fuck's your problem? And I'm like, I don't know who Pat. Pat who's, oh, uh, well, his, his name. Um, but he's like, he's like, what's up? And I'm like, go, I'm like, go to the bathroom. And I said, when you go to the bathroom, I said, look to your to your left. He's like, okay. So he goes and he comes back and he's like, what the fuck? And I'm like, exactly. What the fuck? So the waitress comes back up and uh, she's like, oh, can I get you guys anything else? And I'm like, oh, yeah, you know, I'll take another beer. And then uh, I'm like, hey, I got a question for you. I said, what, what's up with the with the other bathrooms? And she goes, oh, yeah, that's that's just how things are out here. And I'm like. Like, still segregate? Like, you literally, like, liter like, black people that come in here have to go to those bathrooms? And she's like, yeah. And I'm like, oh. I'm like, oh, is that, like, your banquet hall? You know, I started talking about the other room. She's like, she's like, no, that's where, you know, the, you know, the owner makes the black people sit. Like, literally, it was segregated still. This was in, like, 2011. Yeah. In Mississippi. Yeah. I was just, like... You know, people ask, like, well, how do you yeah. stop racism? You stop fucking talking about it. Yeah. And it'll go away. Yeah. But to know that stuff like this that happened in the 60s and 50s yeah. is so, still going on I'm, I'm gonna get, in today and age. I'm going to go like, on another little rant here because I, I almost forgot about this. And this, like, this is really good. Fuck. So if we um, speaking about this and speaking about this sensitive subject there was a study done and this kind of goes like in in two different parts but there was a study done that 
they asked conservatives and liberals if you were to guess how many people were shot dead how many how many um hold on how many black unarmed unarmed black people were shot and killed by police in 2019 in 2020 or 2020 2020 what would the number be over 50 percent 62 percent of liberals said over a thousand oh over a thousand uh, 32% of conservatives said over a thousand. So what? I can't, I, I heard this. I can't remember the number, like the actual number. So the, I, I know the actual number. So this is very alarming and this should show you guys that the media is full of fucking shit because if you listen to the media, you would think that cops are gunning down black people at a record pace. Record, unarmed. Record unarmed. Pace. So the total number of black unarmed people that were shot and killed by police was 27. 27. And only nine of those, I do remember that, only nine of those were unjustified. So, I, I just... And that's per the FBI database. That's per the FBI database, Which yes. is public yes. record. That's public record. If you don't yes. believe us, go look it up. Yes, yes. You're, you're absolutely right. Great point. Look it up. 27. But you're talking 62% of... of uh, of Democrats or liberals and and thirty what did I say thirty five percent of conservatives conservatives Republicans feel like it's over a thousand. This is how much of lies. So this is where it boils down to: the media is actually killing people. Because what does this do in the long run? When you spin this narrative so long, what does this do? So now in Minnesota, they're begging cops from out of state to come in there to right. help them. Because they need it. Because they defunded the police. Because they defunded the police. Well, well did why just... did they defund the police? Yeah. So here's the Republican pounce story that, like, I'm going to Jen Psaki this and circle back. Right? This is the Republican pounce story. Because New York Times posts out a story, the murder rate was the highest it's ever been in 2020. What did they blame it on? No cops. They blame it on coronavirus. Oh, coronavirus. They yeah. don't they don't talk about the fact that they're spinning this fucking nasty ass narrative. That are getting cops defunded, that are making black people feel like they should fear for their lives, which are going to put them at arms every time a cop rolls up to them. So, I mean, the percentage of bad come cops, on, the percentage of bad cops in versus the US great cops is less than I, me personally, and and I and I I saw it online. I want to say it's less than one percent. 
of cops bad actors are bad bad actors yeah they're they're bad yeah they're like, shit cops they have an agenda they're racist yeah they're white supremacists yeah. they're fucking whatever Mm-hmm. Like they 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 were the kid in high school that got fucking bullied and picked on, and they're like, "I have a badge now. I have a gun. You are gonna fucking do what I say." It's less than one yeah, percent. Less than one percent. Let, let, let's be. Let's play both sides of the spectrum, though. Those less less than one percent, and I'm not saying this is like on a major magnitude, but they get other people. To look the other way. Oh yeah, decent cops. Yeah, like hey it, dude, it, I'm gonna I'm gonna tune this guy up. Like, yeah. So so just like in this energy service business we 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 live in, there's a bad actor, and then you have two good actors, or or decent actors wanting to be good, but they don't want to be called an asshole or a pussy, and and. Which makes them, in sense, bad actors. Yeah. But they're not really bad actors, right? So you get that whole, whole like, kind of um, scale. What it boils down to are, are people need to just stand the fuck up and just quit being pussies and just say, hey, what you're doing right now is fucked up. Yeah. And I won't take it. Don't, don't be a pussy. Because guess what? You look the other way. You're just as much of an an accomplice, and I hope like you should be held to a higher standard and get a bigger reprimand. Yeah, because you should be better than that. You should be better than that. There, always. There's, there's certain. So I I had a buddy, not not my buddy, but another buddy that worked for another department in California. He was a rookie, just gotten out of the police academy. And, uh, well, I need you to hear this story because I want your opinion on it. So he had just gotten out of the academy and he was on his FTO, which is field training phase. And uh, I remember him telling me this story. So they're driving around. They get a call for an officer needs help. You know, he's, he's in a fight. So they go flying out there. Their lights and sirens are rolling out there. As they get there, um, the suspect gets up, takes off running. As they as they take as he takes off running, and his and his FTO and the other units that had showed up get there, they run by the cop the cop that was fighting with him. I mean, he got he got worked, you know, busted his uh, his cheekbone. He had you know bruises and lacerations and all i mean he he got he got fucked up by this guy and uh so they get in a foot pursuit they catch this guy and he's resisting so they they tune him up a little bit you know they're trying to get him into cuffs yeah and uh they finally get him in cuffs and the guy that i that i knew goes to get up and his fto goes hey what are you doing and he's like Oh well, you know he's in custody. I'm gonna, and he's like, his FTO goes, nope, he's still resisting. So they tune him up a little bit more, pick him up, put him in the car, take him to the station. And uh, the guy tells me he goes, this was you know towards the end of our shift, so we're sitting, you know, I'm sitting at the 
at the station and I'm writing the report and I'm interviewing the guy, like what happened, this and that. And I get up and I'm walking him down the hallway to go to our holding cells for transport. And the chief of police happens to walk by. And he sees this guy. And he's all fucking tuned up. And the chief goes, hey, officer so-and-so, uh, you know, what happened to this guy? Uh, he fell, chief. Good answer. They just, yeah, like two ships passing in the night mm-hmm. like stuff like that i kind of agree with because especially if you're in it's kind of like in the military if you're in the military and you've got you know your battle buddy or or another soldier that gets tuned up in a in a hand-to-hand combat fight or get shot and you end up finding this guy and you 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 have that chance to tune them up a little extra, or say say it was your best friend that you watched just get you know shot by this guy, and you got the opportunity to you know oh he reached for a gun boom and you you do it like is that justifiable? I don't know about maybe maybe not the shooting them and and, and killing them, but the extra little tune up to to maybe give your buddy so this is a um, that uh that that hey man I got your back like he tuned you up this I tuned is a him very up a bit. very sensitive subject my answer to that is whatever um so they 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 Jesus. have those um you gotta be cold bro I can't feel my legs those are like dolphin shorts uh. They have uh, what the heat heat of the passion crimes or whatever. Yeah, um, in the pat in the in the heat of the moment. Heat of the moment. Yeah, he, passion. Uh, I can't remember what they call it. Yeah, yeah. Uh, I know what you're saying though. So they have that stuff to where they have uh, figured out that mentally, when something of that nature that triggers the the mind. It just shuts off. It shuts off, and and you do a certain uh, aspect like, and like if a I, fit of if, rage. If I if I was yeah fit of rage. If, if I was um, if I was to walk in on a guy, um, trying to rape my daughter, hmm. and I had nothing but my bare hands, and I and I physically, like choked beat, the life out of him. I beat him, to where he couldn't like move, and he could have been apprehended, but I continued to choke the life out of him. I could possibly get out of um, jail uh, and get out of um, any any sort of uh, legal action because it was a fit of rage. It was the passion yeah. that was there. I wasn't in in, in um, you weren't in the right state of the mind, the right uh, mental state. There there are those things. My thing is um, in, in the long run, and, and I'm going to go back to my. Um, my beliefs is if I can make it right with Christ, I'll, I'll be fine. Um, I feel sometimes the cops will do this. And then the next time they'll do it just cause they got away with it right. the last time. And then they'll do it again because they got away with the last time. And then all of a sudden they're beating the fuck out of someone because they can, they want to. Yeah. And they know they have their captain support or whoever. Right. And I, 
I, I don't agree with it in the sense that um, I feel like I have a strong enough mind to make the right decision in the right moment. Now, I've never been in a moment like that, so it's so hard to even say what if this, what if that. Um, the closest I've come to that is my my wingman getting fucking killed. And at the moment, if any insurgent showed their head, I was going to fucking blow their face off, you know? So uh, it, it's, it's so hard to play that, that game right. with that because you can say yes all day until you're in that moment. Right. Until you don't you're know, in that situation, you don't know what you'll You don't do. know what you're going to do. Yeah. It, it's so hard. I, I know I have a um, – with with my my past and stuff, I have a very very short temper Oof. that I lose real quick. But I have also trained myself to gain gain myself back a, a lot faster than I used to. Before I would get in a fit of rage to where I would argue, and I would just go down this path to where no one was getting me out of this until I fell asleep and woke up, and then had to think about it because I'd still wake up pissed. But then I would be a little bit over it, but now I can get into those fits of rage where I'm so angry so fast. And then I can be like, Oh, okay, Aaron, what are you getting so mad about? Yeah. Is this even legitimate to get mad about? And so I kind of can, I've learned to talk myself through that. Now I, I've noticed- I'm talking about my kids not cleaning their room in, in, yeah. in that moment, you know, so like <laughs> I'll get so mad because I've told them four times and I just want to, I want to snap off the hinges. I haven't been in a situation like that since July 16th of 2005. So I don't know where I'd be right now. I do think about it consistently and I don't know if this is my past or not, but I do think about what I would do in situations and they're times where I won't go to bed till about two hours after my wife goes to bed because I'm thinking about my wife possibly getting raped in, 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 in stupid shit. And this is a little personal insight to my life. I've been there. I, I will literally legitimately sit up at night and just think about like, okay, if an intruder breaks in or if I wake up, and someone's on top of my wife, what are my next steps? Am I going to get my gun or am I just reaching across and, and fucking ripping his throat out? John Claude Van Damme style. I'm telling you, dude, I've had the, I've had the exact same things and I've told Tammy. I, I, I know if, she, she if, knows too. If anything, and, and I'm sure you're the same way with Maisie or, you know, God, God forbid. Even I've had Lucas. Steven Seagal type dreams to where someone just all of a sudden Steven I wake Seagal's up. a fake. No, that guy's a Whatever. Fraud. At least he fucking went and did police work. I mean, have you watched that show? Who who who's better than Steven Seagal? Oh my god, I'd laugh. You gonna tell me fucking? Don't tell me John Claude. Oh, way better. John Claude Van Damme got knocked out by his own security guard. You know what? You know what? Fuck that. Steven Seagal would fuck up Jean-Claude Van Damme. No, he would Jean-Claude Van Damme was a ballet dancer. Jean-Claude Van Damme would jump up with two legs and kick him and then jump around. Jean-Claude Van Damme was a ballet dancer. That's where he got his But what I all I'm saying is I've had like little little dreams and little thoughts of like 
I wake up and I see like fucking the <laughs> the beep the beams coming through the the door right because we have that slider and I just see like people walking out and I'm like I don't know why they would be coming after me I don't have any nuclear codes or anything like that but I just see these lights and at like I literally think about like how I would grab Christina and flip her over the bed and jump on top of her while it's like. <laughs> no, and I I've, have these thoughts. I've, I've had the exact same thoughts and I've told Tammy like, because God forbid anything happens to either one of my girls. And I'm sure you're the same with Maisie and I'm, I'm sure Lucas, but I, I've told her. Well, cause Maisie's my girl. Lucas is my breadwinner. Right. He's he he's going to be my golf pro. He's yeah. going to be the Patty Mahomes of Hey, Earth. How do you know? Best way to get Maisie a full ride scholarship is get that kid into golf. Hey. But have you seen her? I've yeah. Throw yeah. anything? She's not very athletic. <laughs> she's like Tammy. She takes after the Shriders. Yeah. Oh, that's all I know. She's not she's not very athletic. <laughs> um, but I've told Tammy like I hope I hope you're prepared to be a single parent if anything was to happen to one of my girls. Yes, yes, yeah. Because I am going to murder that person yeah. with my bare yeah. hands, yeah. and yep. I will bury him yep. Yep. deep, yep. deep, deep in the desert. Yep. 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 And if I ever get caught, I really hope you're ready to yeah. be a single parent yeah. because I will go to jail if anybody ever touches one of my girls. I'll go to <gasps> I don't care. Well, I'll go to jail, and I, I'm, I'm, I've told myself <gasps> this is I'm willing to die for my family. Exactly. I will. I will die. Yep. For them. Yep. So, I- anyways, um, we kind of got off topic, which is, this, this is what I love. This, I lo- this is what we do. This is actually. Uh, this is a whiskey Friday. This is a whiskey Friday podcast. Uh, um, not even a conversa- podcast. Conversation. This is just a this is a pre-podcast conversation. This is a Whiskey Friday conversation. But um going back to your story and all that and we'll, we'll stay under 2 hours. Um is That was my thing. Is there is there a There's no right answer. A reasonable No. No. There's no right answer to to the question because okay. it it's situation dictates everything. Right. Yeah. Everything. I just I feel there are some times where yes you should, and then there's there's times where you shouldn't. But um, I'm gonna bring this into a factor. <gasps> think think of a a country like this, okay? You okay? Yeah, I, I'm 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 in a mode right now. I'm in a <laughs> thinking mode. What um, you do? What do you think? Yeah, I, I actually do. Um, I'd love to see that at work. I know. I'm grabbing. I, I actually walk, walk I, into your office. I will grab any. Most of it's just kind of stretching it. Um, think of a world like this. Every piece of uh, paperwork you filled out, you were in the um, Marine Corps, so you've filled out thousands of documents as of I. Um, workforce, all this stuff, everything you've ever done. Think that there was never a checkbox for your race. Hmm. You want to get away away from racism? Yeah. Get rid of get rid of data. 
Get rid of data that I don't shows. Even wanna, I don't even want to say data because, I mean, you need certain data, but get rid of. No, it I, doesn't matter if I'm, I'm white, I'm, black, I'm, Mexican, I'm, no, Asian. I'm, I'm talking about data in stats uh, on people's race. Oh, on race. Yeah. I don't yeah. Know, I, no, no, no. I, I think it's really good to like see generational data and generational stats, but get rid of fucking race. Yeah. I mean, what's the point of it? It's so they can push the narrative. Here, here's what I'm talking about. Okay, so imagine if they didn't, if they weren't able to say Trump raised his black, the Republicans' black vote by five percent in Florida this year. Trump raised his white vote in suburban. Blah 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 blah. Imagine if they didn't have this. Imagine a world where we didn't give a fuck about the color of your skin. But yet our U.S. government pushes that we care about the fucking color of your skin. Yeah, I understand that because guess this, what? This is what's happening right now. Because guess what? Guess what doesn't fit in it? Hold on, hold on. I'm going to rant. Guess what doesn't fit in the liberal agenda? Who is to the liberal agenda? Who is a superior race? Black. No, no, no. To the liberal agenda, who is a superior race? Oh, white. 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 Okay. white. I'm sorry. White people. Okay. We're the superior race. Yeah. Okay. So guess what they started doing at certain colleges? They got rid of a checkbox for Asian American. You know why? Because Asian Americans are very much likely to succeed in this country. And if Asian Americans, a minority, is succeeding in this country, they don't have the fucking data to support their fucking narrative that the white people are the fucking top of the fucking food chain. This is what's so fucking stupid about I am a white person. I don't know. How about you're fucking American? Yeah. How about you're fucking American? Yeah. If you want to do male and female stats to make sure that, that, that you're, you're finding that out correctly, I don't, I'm not a big fan of that either, but go ahead. But the fact that you're doing this about race, everything we fucking fill out, you have to fill out about your race. You have to fill out that you're Caucasian, other other than Hispanic. Or you have to fill out that you're Hispanic. You have to fill out that you're black. You have to fill out. How about every everybody? I'm urging everybody now. Every time you fill one of these out, fucking check that other box and put American. You know what I check? Decline. You know what I check? Slayer. <laughs> I'm a slayer. No, I'm I'm being I'm being serious. They just had a big fucking thing at Yale, or I think it was Yale or Harvard. It was one of those pre- prestigious schools where they got hammered because they were declining Asian American students because they were exceeding the limit of what they could have at at their school. That is fucking racism. Where's Yale? Yale's in Boston, right? Harvard, Harvard, Harvard. So I know the, uh, I know the uh, librarian at Harvard. Like still to this day, Harvard, yeah, librarian, yeah. librarian, librarian, librarian. Yeah, she's a librarian. Well, I know her. so all I'm saying is like, stop with the check boxes. Yeah. Do you do you think I go into like Speedway, and be like? Oh, this is Hispanic owned, or this is a black owned, or this is a white owned liquor store. 
No, I, I. But what I'm saying is like. Oh, you're not going to Speedway based on who owns base, it. Based based on who owns it. Okay. I'm basing going to Speedway because Luna and KC are fucking awesome yeah. people. And they always got whatever the fuck you well, want. Well, their their family's awesome, and if they don't have it, they'll, they'll get it order in three it for days. You. Yeah, <laughs> they'll order it for you. But that's what I'm saying is like I go to them because they're awesome people. I don't look at the color of their skin. I don't look. I don't go. Hey, Luna, what what's your religion? What's your race? What's this? No, I don't give a fuck. You said hi to me. I said hi to you. Hey, Luna, do you have this? No. Oh, but we can get it. Oh. Well, fuck yeah. Yeah. Order it for me. They started ordering a ton. They, they can't ri- get rid of the Minute Maid uh, lead singer, by the way. They can't? Or Minute Man. They can't get rid no. of it? Like they have to keep it? No. like No one will buy oh, nobody, it. Because it's yeah. garbage. <laughs> it's lead slinger? Good. Yeah. Hashtag, it's garbage. Hashtag, Minute Man, no bueno. No bueno. But, lead slinger bourbon, straight up, 85. Está bien. So, honestly, like, I, I just don't I, – I don't get this whole racing. No. And, like, like I, I said, I, I, like I, I've said just before – get rid of it. Everybody, check the other box, put American. I urge you to. And stop talking Do it. about it. Stop talking about it. Stop talking about it. So, we're going to stop talking about race on this podcast well not unless it, it, it it's gonna come up in our political conversations yeah, just because that's all they care about well that's obviously all they care about obviously because look at look at who our vice president is she's the first black indian dot not feather well hold on first off she was the first native american senator female senator now she's the first black female senator or a female vice president. It's like, I feel like but she's she not native. Choose one. I, I'm not. I'm not gonna be like. She's not native though. She was. She's like Indian. Eastern Indian. Yeah, not uh, not whatever. native Indian. Whatever. She's See, dot, dot, that's how feather. little I care. Dot not feather. I, yeah, little. That's how little yeah, I care. But that's what I'm saying. That's their whole thing. Like, oh, she's the first black. Indian female. You know, have you ever watched that show Last Man Standing? Mm-hmm. It's super political. Mm. They had the whole conversation. Um, I love it. Uh, Eve and the mom had a conversation about Hillary being the first female president. And they had this big conversation about it. Just the mom was so about just having the first female president because it's time. Yeah. I think we're at a time in our country to where we can easily have the first female president. Show me a candidate. Show me a candidate. Yeah. I, I, I still think the best skit on that entire show was the gun safety one. Oh, yeah. With yeah. the musket. Yeah. When the mom was talking to Tim Allen about, uh, should you really be cleaning that? What if your grandson gets it? Yeah. And he's like, this musket? Yeah. Somehow he overpowers me, knocks me to the ground, picks up the musket, takes the powder, pours the correct amount of powder, pulls out the ramrod, rams it down, puts it back, takes the ball bearing, puts it in there, puts more powder, rams it in there, puts in the flint, half cocks it, 
lights it, full cocks it, and somehow shoots me in the foot. She's like, well, just keep the safety on. Honey, this whole gun is a safety. Like, that's the best. I feel that's the best skit. We're getting to two hours. Are we ready to close this out? In 15 seconds. All right. So I'm actually going to have – I've been – you got to watch this, Jeremy from TikTok guy. He, uh, him and his kid, his kid does all these like dad jokes, but listen to this one. Hey dad. Hey, yeah. I have a question. Okay. Which question? What did one saggy boob say to the other? <laughs> what did one saggy boob say to the other? Yeah. I, I don't know. We better start getting some support on here. People are going to think we're nuts. <laughs> <laughs> his dad's laugh is the best. Yeah. All right. Hey. Good night, everyone. We love you. Thank you for your support. Speedway, we love you. Luna Casey, thank you for everything. We got to get you on this show soon. We'll see you next week, guys. Peace.